This special episode of Born to Watch is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to Born to Watch. We're three old mates, an ex-video shop owner, an industry insider, and a black belt in 80s kung fu movies put their mastery to the test on movies that change the world. Hey there fellow watchers, it's that time of the week again and this time we are on tour and on the land. What a special episode this is, it's New Year's Eve, I know it's not when this is released but it's a great day. Up there at Dan's Ranch, how are you mate? Uh, Big week on the land boys, Uh, first of all thanks for all coming up, Uh, very happy to introduce a special guest at the moment but there's been a bit going on up here on the land so... Few weeks now, visitors coming into the ranch, which has been great, and uh, I think everyone's had a good time. Lots of kids eating shit on dirt bikes. I know Gal's son uh, has had a couple of good offs. Those trees do tend to jump in front of you uh, every now and again, so that's been amusing. Plenty of piss consumed, and a special shout out to Gage Roads Breweries. So thank you. Keep the sponsors' product rolling in. But uh, had one amusing uh, story yesterday when we went down to the pool shop and uh, had to get a few chems for the pool because it was looking a little cloudy. And uh, rolled up to old mate with our bottle full of pool water and said, uh, mate, you mind checking this out? And he comes back and he says, oh, it's pretty good. Uh, your salt, salt's a bit high and uh, got a bit of phosphate issue. Yeah, you've got a lot of green matter going into your pool, a lot of trees, uh, sorry, a lot of leaves, a lot of stuff. And I went, oh, actually, mate, I've cleared up the land around the pool. We don't actually get leaves in there. And he goes, you had a lot of kids swimming in your pool? I said, yep. He said, well, that's piss. <laughs> I said, right, okay. So, yeah, shout out to all the uh, children of friends of the ranch that have come up. But, no, very successful period over here. So, very enjoyable to have everyone up. Thanks for having us, Dan. Of course, it wouldn't be born to watch without my number two, the G-Man. How are you? Oh, and I'm back for another episode. I thought you guys were pretty harsh last week. I had the re-listen and I, uh, I think I hit those notes pretty well. You guys are just trying to clip my wings, I think. You, but Your, uh, your broken wings? <laughs> Broken wings. But yeah, great to be up here on the land, having a great time. Weather's now playing ball with us. So, Morg said kids are, kids are having a ball up here, all out and about. And yeah, we're looking forward to a good episode and, uh, and a special guest. Yeah, we're looking, look, we do have a special guest with us today. He's flown in from, from Sydney, an old mate. Southern a very, gronk. A very, <laughs> he's a southern gronk. He's, I'll tell you what though, with the hat on, he's looking a lot like Rip from Yellowstone. And, and the and the women up here, they're all they're all hot for a bit of rip. So you might go all right. Problem is, they're all our wives. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, well, a couple we, of dark and stormies later, and I don't think anyone's going to care. We, we know what we know what he's up for, and mate, I'd be avoiding it. Uh, mate, Jeffrey G. Bumfiler, gentlemen, it's, it's an amazing pleasure to have you with us. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Um, I know the people were expecting Sunny Payne. Yes, however. Sonny couldn't make it, and I'm happy to step in, and uh, what an absolute pleasure it is to be here. Absolutely uh, thrilling and stunning view here, Morgs, on the land. I've got to say, mate, the, um, the picture that you painted for me didn't quite uh, capture what the actual reality of the beauty is. I know a lot of that credit goes to our friend M. Head, a good friend of the podcast, but yeah, he's uh, 
A lot of people tended to doubt the skill of the man, but uh, I think it's, it's proven in the pudding. He didn't have a lot to do with the view, I must say, but everything else so far fastens and closes how it should. So uh, all, all great. But, mate, yeah, definitely a like-for-like like swap. I think you for Sonny Payne. I couldn't think of two more alike humans. So I, I think we've done well, Jeffrey. Well, Sonny was certainly the better footballer. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, I think we can all agree on that. More naturally gifted. <laughs> did, did you have a little time at Hooker? Was there a... Did you, a was lot there, of time. Yeah, yeah well, there we go. Yeah, so there go. There were, you two would have been fighting, I guess, uh, for positions there for a while. He got paid for a lot. He got paid for a lot of positions. Anyway, moving on. Uh, let's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with twenty twenty two in the review, we're starting twenty twenty three with an absolute bang. Nineteen eighty seven's Predator was a rite of passage for all of us in our teenage years, and Arnie was well on his way to becoming the biggest star on the planet. And Predator all but sealed the deal. Now, this movie spawned a whole Predator universe along with four direct sequels and two mashups with the Alien vs. Predator movies. Now, before we get into anything else, have either of you people here seen Prey, the new Predator? I still have it. You gave me the heads up a couple of weeks ago to check it out and it's just been too busy on the land. Yeah. So, yeah. No, so that'll haven't. be a no for Gow? No, no yeah, Gow. but I do want to watch it. I, I have plans to. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's well worth a watch. Uh, sequels two, three and four, so-so. Two, I don't know if we'll get into it later on, but two I remember as being all right. I haven't seen it for some time. It's Obviously a big change up from the original movie, which was a shame. Danny, Danny Glover, a favourite of the podcast, yeah. featured really heavily. Billy um, Paxton. Billy Paxton in there, always uh, another favourite uh, of the pod, probably featuring in a couple of upcoming movies. But yeah, I do remember that reasonably fondly, but I think the wheels may have fallen off after that. And word on the street is Prey bought it, bought it right back. Yeah, Prey's very good, goes right back. Uh, but anyway... Can, Mate, we, can, if, can I can I also set the tone perhaps for uh, my input in the um, in the pod today because um, I didn't even know there was a movie called Prey. <laughs> so what we do here, guys, is is we fly the experts in. That's right. We fly them in, and he comes with a wealth of knowledge. So None of like that about the, the movie there. Predator. Yeah, I just like to set the bar there. Like, you know, I mean, let's let's pause there. What if 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 you were to sub in to do a movie? What would what would have been your top five or top three that you would have liked to have riffed on? Can I have a crack? Yeah, yeah. No. Sorry, you go, Waddy. No, what, what do you reckon? I'm going to throw Dirty Harry out. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, it's a good yeah. movie. Yes, Great flick. one of your favourite composers, Lalo. Lalo Schifrin. Yeah. Yes, of the Dirty course. Harry hi hat, King of the hi hat. That's right. Yeah. Um, I would also put Heat. Out there. Oh, okay, good. Excellent. Good. Have we done that yet? No, we haven't done no. that. It's gonna, be, it will be, be done. Up. Excellent mm-hmm. choice, yeah. Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, third, I, look, I just I probably couldn't go past Caddyshack, to be honest with you. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't done that yet either. Gow's been asking girls. for Caddyshack yeah. for weeks. Yeah. 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 Almost, it almost came into the roster a few weeks ago, so it yeah. won't be long. Yeah, no, it won't I'm telling you it won't be long. It won't be far. It won't be far. And are these yearly watches or, or monthly watches, or what, what are we talking? Well, I was talking to you guys before. I mean, you, your depth of knowledge in films is, um, is, is striking. I, like I said to you, I think I've watched uh, Caddyshack probably a thousand times, and um, everything else has fallen into... Uh, Submission. I, I didn't actually know there were other movies out there. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Damo Giles. So movie. when I was yeah, the there, you go, there you go. There you go. So uh, a, a high rotation, Caddyshack, Fletch, and uh, Flying High as a youngster. Um, oh, no, probably, choices, probably, probably does say a lot about me. And now, uh, who introduced you to those flicks? Was that was it on rotation at home, or just something you picked up yourself? My brother. Yeah. Yeah. 
Older yeah. brother? Yeah, older yeah. brother. Um, you know, definitely he was the one that, um, you know, sort of I would just sort of follow him and, um, you know, and, and again, you know, I'm, I'm probably thinking back to, you know, when I'm really watching these movies, it was, um, it was mostly on TV. Yeah. Like before yeah. we had a... Absolutely. Uh, Flying high especially. Um, um, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was probably more of a, um, that was probably more of a uh, VHS uh, hire. But, um, but no, definitely... Um, Definitely uh, Dirty Harry. It just seemed to be on every Friday night. It did. Yeah. Or every which way but loose. That was on every oh, yeah, other Friday exactly night. Right. Yeah, exactly right. Some sort of Clint Eastwood yeah. movie. Right turn, Clyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, um, Wasn't that the know. one that always came on after the Channel 9 cricket got washed off? There was always like every which way but loose or something ah, yeah, came yeah. on. One, one of the yeah. stock go-tos. Yeah. yeah. Gary so, Packer just uh, goes down the phone, chuck on the fucking <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Chuck on, yeah. the, chuck on yeah. the monkey <laughs> movie. Yeah, fucking <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, guys, now we're thinking about when we first saw Predator, released in '87. Morgs, first viewing of Predator. Oh, no fucking idea. You ask me this every. Can I we know. just cut me out of this segment yeah. altogether? Yeah. I never know. I love it. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut me out of it too. Okay. <laughs> Again, As usual. Predator '87. It's probably and the movie that it was. I didn't see this at the cinema. It was probably even though in real in realistically it is well below Fatal Attraction. <laughs> For what a, a young man should be seeing in 1987. So you're 12, 11, 12 years 12, old? I'm 12, I'm 12. I saw Fatal Attraction in 87 yeah. uh, at the cinema on my own, as we all know. It's a well-known, it's a well-known story here on the podcast. Docs Didn't, have been notified. Yeah, thank you, Colleen. Uh, Predator was not seen at the cinema. Predator was one of the first movies pirated into the white VHS oh. library. So it had a red P. Had a red P. And then yeah. Redditor oh. in black. Yes. Yeah, that was your nomenclature. That was it. That was it. Yeah. So that was first. Aliens was the first one. We'll get to that. But you, but last week we talked about Lethal Weapon being the same of, year, but not ones. seeing it for a few years. Yeah. But you saw Predator. I saw not Predator. Long after. I saw Predator before I saw Lethal Weapon. Okay, I remember that because I saw Predator around the same time I saw Aliens. So I remember that I was down actually down the street at uh, at some friends that lived down the road. Was it a, a Yoda Club meeting? It was not a Yoda. The Yoda Club had adjourned. It by disbanded. Then. It had disbanded. <laughs> there was no more dry dog shit eaten by any humans. The do- oh, docs have been notified about that as well. So that was that was they've got they've got a backlog. It's going to yeah. taking them thirty years. Well, to get yeah, it's well past the uh, the period of time they can they can charge, I believe. Uh, well, uh, I, I don't know when I saw this, but I got a sneaking suspicion it was on your DVD player yeah, yeah, or your VHS yeah, player. I, I should so. say. I think it probably was. It had, probably it had, had to have been when I got the first generation Philips surround sound. Yeah. yeah. This is a good one because it's an eighty-seven movie, so it's thirty-five years old. I think if my you know, addition is correct. Yeah. I'm going over and under 50. Jesus. Jesus. Let's start with Jeffrey J. Bumfiler. Jeffrey. Okay, well, I, 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 can go, I can go back. I actually did see this at the cinema. Oh. There you go. Wow. So, um, you know, I, I guess... In 87. Yeah. Goodness. I did actually see some pretty random movies in the cinema back then. Um, Emmanuel? No. But... Um, <laughs> Caligula. <laughs> no, no, but um, I, uh, I, I do remember seeing it. I do remember going, um, and I'm pretty sure it was uh, down at Ringham Hall. Yeah, uh, Ringham Hall Twin. Ringham Hall Twin. Yeah, that was, what it would have been at the time. Hall. Yep. And um, yeah, I, I um, yeah, it was just around that time that you know, sort of Arnie was really starting to pop. Yeah. So, do you remember yeah. who you went with? I do. Uh, was it couple, a lady? Couple, no. Uh, wasn't da- wasn't dating like, back in He was a good St. Augustine's yeah. boy back then. <laughs> God, not even going to the movies. With, no, let's let's cut that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably won't. But oh, continue. God. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was a. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a group of the guys that we um, was in our rugby team at the time. You know, we just sort of went there. Maybe it was a little bit, you know, you know, one one school holidays or something along those lines. Yeah. And and how many times have you seen it since? Oh, then? sorry. Um, of course. Um, oh God, it's not a it's not a massive rewatch. I reckon I've probably seen it probably four times tops. Wow, it's a demo, Joel. It's a demo. Yeah. Yeah. No, back. And was, sorry that you mentioned before. So you've seen about three or four movies a thousand times, but the others four would be a lot of viewings. Yeah, that's right, man. No, yeah. I mean, there's just there's a couple of movies that are you know just in that really high rotation, but not mm. um, you know. Like I mean, I, I I can seriously I can just put heat on just and the heat's yeah. awesome and yeah. comfort and movies I guess well it's action just in the background action has always been your juice yes <laughs> yeah thank you yes <laughs> yes it is <laughs> but what about you Dan uh, no idea when I saw it um, we've already it done that would have been, been on vid- <laughs> would have been on video um, yeah big week on the land uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are we up to. <laughs> uh, no over it's a fifty I don't think I've seen it fifty times okay. that'd be under fifty yeah, right okay. Yeah. I'm definitely under fifty, but I'm saying twenty to thirty times. Okay. It's somewhere I've seen it a lot, but but yeah. fifty, yeah, not not yeah, fifty I, for sure. I, I'm over fifty. Yeah, I, I'd be. I reckon I'm at least once a year. That's thirty-seven. I, I'm going to say I'd be between fifty and sixty times. I reckon I've seen this movie. Okay, I've watched it once already this year, and then watched it again for the podcast. So, okay, it's time for the trailer. Strap yourselves in as we introduce you to Dutch. rescue team not assassins now what do we got to do in a part of the world where there are no rules we pick up their trailer the chopper run them down grab those hostages before anybody knows we were there what do you mean we deep in the jungle where nothing that lives is safe you lose it here you're in a world of hurt showtime kid knock knock an elite rescue squad you're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> is being led by the ultimate warrior. We need the best. That's why you're here. But now... What's got Billy so spooked? There's something out there waiting for us. And it ain't no man. They're up against the ultimate enemy. Holy mother of God. Nothing like it has ever been on Earth before. She says the jungle just came alive and took him. We cannot see it. Blood, no bodies, we hit nothing. But it sees the heat of our bodies and the heat of our fear. Whatever it is out there, it killed Hopper. And now it wants us. It kills for pleasure. He ah! was skinned alive! It hunts for sport. He's killing us one at a time. We're all gonna die. But this time, it's picked the wrong man to hunt. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Century Fox presents Arnold Schwarzenegger. Predator. The hunt begins Friday, June 12th at theaters everywhere. Showtime, kid. Knock, knock. Well, Arnie, what a guy. Just another quality trailer. 80s just 
they had me for trailers. They were the best. Now, Gow, why don't you tell us about the movie? Okay, with the tagline, it came for the thrill of the hunt. It picked the wrong man to hunt. Arnold Schwarzenegger stars in this action-packed story of fighting men pitted against an unseen enemy, a force more powerful than their fiercest weapons. Recruited by the CIA to rescue hostages held by guerrilla fighters in a Central American country, Arnie and his men encounter an enemy unimaginably more deadly than any on Earth, because the Predator is not of this Earth. Packed with spectacular special effects and combat scenes of gut-wrenching power, Predator is the most terrifying Schwarzenegger movie yet. It's pretty good. It's not bad. But you know what, though? Is it packed with a heap of special effects? Like, I, th- I think there's a lot of, there's, it's a lot of practical stuff, like, apart from... Fluoro blood. Well, that's... But, you know, there's the infrared stuff, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit later on, but I don't think there's a heap of special effects. It's not all practical. Not like, at all. I think this is, this is pure movie-making, really. I agree. I yeah. think it's uh, definitely, obviously, no CGI, but as far as even... Sleight of hand tricks that the directors like to pull. I remember, I remember a lot of sets that I've been on. It unfortunately it feels like you're looking at a green screen the whole time. But uh, it no, would, yeah. the uh, I'm sure Gao's got a lot of info about how this film was shot and some of the challenges with with making the film. And if he doesn't, he can throw to me just with a wink or whatever he needs. But <laughs> no, I, uh, I definitely Monks. shot Monks. a lot. Yeah, okay, sorry, I got to shut the fuck up. A lot of <laughs> a lot of this obviously shot on location in in Mexico. So no, I I would totally agree, Waddy. I think there's some really clever. Post, uh, post-production effects, so, yeah. but uh, mostly it looks like it was done in the jungle and uh, with uh, in-real-life shit. Yeah, well, absolutely. What, what were the um, effects of the actual Predator when it was um, you know, sort of camouflaged against Yeah, that, that's, probably, well, that's the, probably the special effects, I yeah. guess. It's the chameleon. Uh, when he blends into the jungle he into and the he's, jungle. he's like a watermark sort of looking thing and he's got the yeah. green eyes. The girl with green yeah, eyes. He's got that first, fuzzy sort of look, right? That's first generation yeah. stuff, right? It's, that's it. It's, you know, but it doesn't, look, it doesn't look hokey. Like it doesn't no. look, doesn't look no, B, B-movie-ish. There's a few scenes in there that I'd like to point out later that maybe do look a bit like American Ninja, but um, nothing wrong with American Ninja. Shout out to Michael Dudikoff. And Gao. And Gao. But, um, yeah, I agree, I'd agree, Wardy. Overall, I think you'd say that this was a lot of stunts and, uh, and, and pretty cool done actually in front of the camera effects. Definitely, definitely. All right, so this is an interesting one that in the ratings. IMDb have got this 7.8 out of 10. Okay, uh, 80% on the tomato meter, which is fresh, certified fresh. We love, the, we love rotten tomatoes, they're the best. And an 87% audience score, so... You know, it's between that eight out of ten, nine out of ten, which is you know, it's pretty high watermark for an for an action movie, isn't it, Gia? Yeah, yeah, it is. But uh, this movie, well, let's not give too much away. It is, it is a very, very good action movie, and it's I know it's a favourite of a lot of people here. Yeah, yeah, all right. So, Gia, um, why don't we talk about the cast? Well, let's go. This is this is definitely an Arnie vehicle, um, and we talked about Arnie in depth previously. But yeah. uh, this was sort of, I guess. Right when he was, uh, you know, hitting hitting his his straps, we'll say, or you know, right in the middle of his of his good period. I mean, he started in Conan. He'd, he'd been in obviously in, in movies before that. He was in Pumping Iron um, when he was coming out of his bodybuilding years. But Conan the Barbarian into Conan the Destroyer, and then Terminator, Red Sonja, Raw Deal. I can't, I can't do my bit about Pumping Iron if you're going to continue just swinging off. Sorry, I've got to say, when I'm pumping the iron, it feels like I'm calming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he was coming out of it. Right? Of calming. If, oh, 
That's a great. If you haven't seen that, Lou Ferrigno, he just that, that is mental disintegration, a la the great Australian cricket teams of the late nineties and noughties. Yeah. Steve Waugh, yeah. Steve Waugh. Arnie just gets inside Lou Ferrigno's head and turns him into a, like a babbling toddler yeah. that just happens to be two hundred and ninety pounds of pure muscle. I still don't think he's recovered from it. No, I think, no. He, I think he went deaf. He did. He lost. He did lose, lose an ear hole, but he he went on to uh, obviously great acclaim as the original TV Hulk. Did you guys watch that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, that was my favorite as a kid. What, did, what day favorite. was it on? I can't remember. It was Mondays, I think. Monday, yeah, yeah Monday nights. Jesus, <laughs> you're a weapon. Yeah, Monday nights a great night for football and the Hulk as well. Back to um, Bruce Banner. Yeah. Belted by Gamma Race turns into the Hulk. That was the cartoon. That was the cartoon. <laughs> the ever something Hulk. 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 Yeah, that was the cartoon. But look, did you know that Arnie was considered for that role of the Incredible Hulk? Really? Yeah, but he was re- not tall enough, they thought. Because Lou Ferrigno's favourite tall. Ar- Arnie's, not, Arnie's not that tall. Arnie's 6'1", yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But a couple of those guys are pretty big. So he was deemed not... Yeah, so it went to, went to Lou Ferrigno, who got the part. He was no Franco Colombo, but you know, he's no. definitely no... <laughs> Undertaker, but yeah, look, going back to that, that look that that run he had, you know, Conan obviously brought him into mainstream, but then Terminator, Raw Deal, Predator, The Running Man in '87, Red Heat, massive run, Gorgainum, yeah. Victor Rostovich, yeah, Twins, Total Recall, and then obviously Terminator, the Terminator movies. So we uh, lo- we love Total Recall. What, what Jeffrey is that on your rotation? Do you remember? I remember seeing it at Ringham Mall. At Ringham Mall again. <laughs> I liked it. You're a sneaky Ringham Mall. Uh, so, oh, and I like the fact a... that your brain is still capable of conjuring up these viewings at Ringham Hall. Well, exactly right. I mean, look, I mean, it was a bit of a, you know, I guess, you know, at that age, it was one of those things you probably did on a Saturday night yeah, or Friday night if you, for could, sure. yeah, if you could get away. Well, Total um, Recall's 1990, so like you're, you're right in, you know. Where you, are you? you St. Augustine's 1990? Uh, you might have, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that yeah, was probably yeah, your yeah. last year there. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You were a bit of a machine was back in the so, day. Well, and so I'm, 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 cons- I'm just interested to see what, what's your, what's your cinema snack? Oh, good question. What's your go-to what's cinema your go-to? snack? Medium popcorn, medium Coke, and a choc top. And that's a oh, good. Nice. Yeah, what, and what, what do you reckon that set you back at Ringham Mall back in nineteen ninety? Five bucks fifty. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because yeah, they, uh, they, they did package uh, deals back then, dollars. didn't they? Yes, they did away with them. They realised they could just absolutely ream you yeah. by not packaging shit. Shout out to you, Roy Mustaka. Um, but yeah, right. Well, the guy used to be, and I remember when we, when I would get sent down there with my brother on a, um, you know, on a school holiday jaunt by mum or something similar. We would always um, raid Woolies beforehand. That was uh, always the go. Huh? Yeah, so I we'd sort of raid Woolies a little bit beforehand, and and because they, they didn't really turn a, uh, they didn't frown upon it too much. Like you could, no. you could actually rip in there and grab it. So. Oh, just a you know a couple of things, but um, yeah, it was mostly uh, maybe maybe that was just my brother. Maybe it was my um, iteration uh, later on was to introduce the um, that trifecta. I think no, I think I, I think it's a, it's a very common trifecta. Yeah, I remember on our travels, we oh, were blown away when we went to Canada and went and went and saw movies, and you could actually go and buy a beer and a pizza yeah, and that's all right. sorts People of things. Beers so in the progressive. cinema. That was yeah. a good, when was that? That was like ninety seven. When did you guys? Wait, there's quite a few years we were oh, travelling. It's funny you should ask that, Greg. When did yeah. you guys travel? Actually, when we, we both finished our studies and we decided, you know, what's a couple of best mates want to do? They no want one cares to about travel this. the world to, together, and no so one cares. we ended up all over the globe. Like, no one cares. We had so many adventures. No one cares. Two best mates getting into adventures. Just a couple of mates. Did you ever go to? Did you ever go to Canada? 
<laughs> Did we go to Canada? We cut a swathe through Canada. Yeah, I used to root a hot birds <laughs> exclusively in Canada. And uh, yeah, good, no, great times. But I, I do remember seeing movies over there and being astounded by what you're able to consume in Canadian cinemas. Well, so that's excellent. Well done. And I'm glad that we went on that little tangent. But bringing it back to uh, Gow, tell us a little bit more about Arnie. Well, look, I've got, I've got one interesting fact here for you about Arnie. For, um, for the Terminator, which is obviously his, his, uh, a breakout role for him, very big role, but um, well. James Cameron wanted him for the role of Kyle Reese in Terminator. But um, after reading the script, Arnie said, no, let me play the part of the machine. And, and he was like, no, no, no. Cameron's like, no, 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 Reese is the star of this. You've got to, that's what I want you for. And he said, and, and the Terminator's hardly got any lines, but he said, Arnie said, look, trust me. I know what I'm doing here, and the rest is history. He said, I'll be back. <laughs> yes. It was actually, that was actually, I'll be coming back. Yeah, and but, he he used, but he knew that he used coming in pumping <laughs> he's iron. Had, I'll be coming back. So many, he's only got so many words in his yeah. repertoire. He's like, let me expand. Let me expand out by cutting yeah. down and coming. But just quickly, so his first role, Arnie, was in is this low-budget movie called Hercules in New York in 1970. Mm. What do you reckon he got paid for that? 60 bucks. Close, but come on. What, what do you reckon? Did we, did we talk about last week about uh, Slyes? Didn't he get like fuck all for his first script? So, yeah, well, he got, well for his script, yeah. But yeah, this show's doodle too. Yeah, yeah in the soft porn. Yeah. yeah. What but year this was, was it? Um, no, this was 1970. So he just, he just come to California to yep. make his... California. I think he was, I think he was still competing. <laughs> he was still competing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, he was still... <laughs> <laughs> What a fuck with me. <laughs> to, to, uh, tell us, Gal. Right. What? He made $12,000 in 1970 for that's that movie. Lot, that's, 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 that's not bad. That's good freight. A lot of money. Like a fair bit of there's, a lot of, there's a lot of jobbing Australian actors that it's don't make that a lot of money in, in a calendar year these days. What do you reckon he made for Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines? Oh, my God. $36 million. Pretty close. $29.5 million. Dollars. Which one was that? Was that the one where he came back from the future and saved John Connor? Terminator 3, it's got the kid... Um, I was being physician. John Stahl, or whatever Stahl, <laughs> Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl's in it. It's bad. Rise of Which, bad. the Aussie actor's in the next one, isn't he? Sam Worthington's in Salvation. Oh, and then, Christian Bale. And then the other Aussie actor's in the next one, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Who had a bit of a moment. What's his name? I can he's still it. got a moment going. Is he? Because he was in the Die Hard 5.0 or Die Hard Vengeance or Die Hard uh, something what, or other. What's Jason, his name? Jay, Jay. Jason. No. Jay, Jai, Jay. Oh, Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney, yeah. Yeah, but there's also the other Aussie. Uh, oh, Jai. Jason. Um, ja, you, no, you're thinking Baywatch. No, I'm not thinking of Jason <laughs> Simmons, you asshole. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Jai Courtney, so I don't know who you're thinking of. No, you're thinking of Andrew Clark. Andrew Clark was in one of the Terminators as well. Is it Andrew Clark? Yeah. Andrew Clark? Are you sure it's it like is. Jason Clark? He, no, and he was also in. Um, Mr. Bursting Everest? Zero. No. He plays the guy. Zero on the Dark Thirty. That, he's that's in. The he, no, he's in the. What's the Lakers? The Lakers one we've been watching lately. He's in that. Winning he, time. Yeah, he's in Winning Time. Is that who you think it of? Andrew Clark. Yeah, play, him, him. Yeah. Him. Is it Andrew Clark? Pretty sure. Oh, I think it's Andrew, Andrew Clark. Clark. It's something. I'm Is it Peter Russell Clark? <laughs> who? Peter. Who? Russell. Who? Clark. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was bad. Right oh, so I don't know who's who. Who, 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 who was, are we talking what about? Yeah, Jason, it's Jason Clark. Who, who That's that, what I who said. Was that Jason guy Clark. in a movie that we once watched? 
He was in Zero Dark Thirty. Yes, he was. He was in Zero Dark. He was the CIA guy. Jason Clark. It's Jason Clark. Zero Dark Thirty is an excellent movie. Is it double A? Yeah, I've probably seen that more than that. Oh, yeah, more than All right, we're stopping. We're going to do Zero Dark Thirty. All right, Big week on the oh, land. Uh, yeah, I was, this is, oh no. All right, we'll keep, keep going. This one. All right, well, Carl Weathers, uh, another another big star, but just just coming. He was look, I didn't know this, but he was actually uh, a football star, NFL player. Uh, he played he played for San Diego State and then with the Oakland Raiders. Um, also played with the BC Lions in the CFL, the Canadian Football League, for Who a couple did? of years. Carl Weathers. Yeah, I mean, we went and saw a couple of. We we, we're, in, we're in Canada, remember? We've we actually been on the field of the uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We have. What about the CFLs? The only fucking sporting body on earth that has two teams called the Rough Riders. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of rough riding that goes on in Canada. Fucking hell! Oh, we've run out of names. We just you can be the other rough Bit of riders. A metaphor, really, isn't it? Come on, Canada, be better. <laughs> Shout out to the ladies that Gow made love to. <laughs> Not right. <laughs> not if there's any paternity suits out there, <laughs> just right. send it to MySpace. Are there any Dan on the land at MySpace. Oh, it'd be interesting to know if there are any kids in Canada that in fucking BC. wash their left leg before their right leg <laughs> and eat their fucking entire dinner before they touch their hot chips uh, or fries. But yeah, I'm concerned about some kids that might be 20-ish. With baby with teeth. Baby teeth. <laughs> baby teeth. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> So yeah, his big break, as we all know, came uh, as Apollo Creed in in Rocky in '76. Do you know that, that Ken Norton was originally signed to to play that part, but it uh, eventually went to Carl Weathers. Ken, so Nor- Ken Norton. Ken Norton was the actual boxer that, that Ali had fought. Like he was a oh. well-known boxer. I think Ali fought him a couple of times. He's so good. As Apollo, Apollo Creed is mm. a great character. His mum yeah. will call him Cascade. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, look, he was in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, military play, small role in 77. But, uh, look, Force 10 from Navarone. Yep. Rocky 2, obviously the Rocky, uh, all the Rocky franchises. Isn't he brilliant in that? He's brilliant in Rocky. Absolutely. Role he was meant to play. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Throwing the the tennis ball, Rocky (laughs) 4, to the dogs. (laughs) He's watching the TV in the pool. He's a super cool. Absolutely. He must lie had a big falling out, didn't they, for a long time? I believe. Yeah, I believe they did. And they've reconciled... Fairly recently, but I think they, yeah, things went south. I saw him. Uh, there was a we were doing a pre-Oscars party. I don't know. I was in LA for something. I can't remember what it was. Oh, but this is good. I remember, and they were they did that. They were they were taking the piss out of Arnie. They did that thing where you you do the bro handshake and flex your biceps, and they were like cacking at Arnie, like what a fuck with, and doing that and flexing. And yeah, Carl Weathers has still got huge biceps. Massive. How yeah. fit is he though? It's like awful. in this movie, he is seriously ripped. When he finally gets his his, his yeah. skew, when they're when they're making the, the traps and he gets his shirt off, yeah. yeah. There's some funny bumps on that. Bit bit like Jeffrey J. Bumfiler back in what, ninety four? Yeah. Funny yeah, bumps. Yeah. 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 Probably ninety four and ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> sort of went downhill around the millennium. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, got a, I got a couple of little tidbits about them later and the, Yeah, good. Because there's yeah, there's Jesse the Body Venture as well. But uh, look, he was in Obviously, Predator Action Jackson around that time. He was in Tour of Duty, the TV show. Really? That was my favourite oh, TV I show for a Tour while. Great show. He was in. Tour he was in nine Judy. or ten episodes. Mm. The TV show. Remember, great. Do you remember your red door and I want to paint it black. I can't remember. That was the theme song, remember. Yeah. Had Michael Wimmer in. Oh no, that was Brian China, Wimmer. China Beach. That was China, that was China, China Beach. Right. Yeah. Oh no, you're thinking about Jeff Lynne from Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> it's a living thing. <laughs> How did we get there? I don't know. What a terrible Stop. thing to 
Stop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, happy Gilmore, Chubbs Peterson. Oh, Great. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I'm that, the pro here. I'm the pro here. Out of all the movies that you mentioned there before, that's the one that really gets me, Charles oh. Peterson. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Adam Sandler has, character. Uh, yeah, look, very funny. He's given us a lot of pleasure. A lot of absolute dog turds over the years, but just recently, seen Hustle. Great. Awesome movie. movie. Sandler is this paradox. He can just make imp- very impressive movies. That was the one he made before that with the, Uncut the, Gems. That was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard watch. Hey, I remember fucking going off at all the, my Academy brethren about why, because I obviously voted for him because I know what's good, but he should have been at least a, a, a real good shot at that Academy now, Award. He, he was awesome. He did, was great. Did he. Um, did he write those? Like, did he create those ones, or did no, he? No, that act was in the Safety Brothers. Safety Brothers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Just actor. No, he's he's and he's like for Paul Thomas Anderson. He's acted in Punch yeah. Truck Love as well, and he was Mate, exceptional. He's a, he's, in a, that. he's a great actor. He really yeah. is. I just found the ones that he sort of acted in that other people wrote for him. He's he's great. He, he's brilliant. And then but he's the ones like that he takes he, the piss. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. The ones that he sort of you know, goes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly that. Yep. But he gets all his boys onto his mm. films. He's got his yeah. he's got his mates, and they obviously make a heap of freight. They charge Netflix yeah. or someone for a piece of dog turd, and then he goes, "I don't give a he fuck." He did a massive six movie deal with Netflix. Yeah, massive six. I movies. can't. I wouldn't have seen one of them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, I've no. tried to watch a couple there. Yeah, yep. awful. But do kids like them? Like, uh, oh, Luke's watched a couple of them, but I, look, I didn't mind. I didn't mind Blended, which is not great, but I laughed a little bit. Is it Kate Beckinsale? No, no? that's um. Drew Barrymore again. It's when they're a blended family. Oh, uh, so I mean, obviously. Africa. Yeah, right. It's, look, it's, it's paint by numbers. It's, it's, it's a, like a one-shot pony. Like, it's literally a... But some of them are bad, man. Yeah, some yeah. of them are bad. Yeah. Cool, so we're still on Carl Weathers? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I might have uh, <laughs> let us down that little uh, railway. Yeah, anyway, uh, did a bit of jobbing after that, but in The Mandalorian in the last couple of years, he's, yeah, in, he's back on Excellent. screen. Dun, dun. But, uh, yeah, quick little one on him. He played college football, as we said, at San Diego State with uh, one of his teammates was Fred Dreyer. Do you remember Hunter? He's Hunter, yeah. Yeah, he was Hunter. Yeah. But, yeah, they played it. And he was also – Fred Hunter was slated to be um, – Fred Dreyer. What did I say? Hunter. Fred Hunter. <laughs> Fred Dreyer. <laughs> who, who do you reckon are the best NFL players that have turned to acting? So, Howie Long, obviously, we had a moment when he was – He did have a moment. He did Firestorm. Uh, yeah, did Firestorm. Oh. I don't know if you can call The Rock – an NFL star. He, he played for Miami back in the day. Yeah. MU, and then he went to CFL for a while. It's not been but heaps. What's who's the that show you like? The really funny one that um, with it's got the uh, oh, uh, oh Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah Brooklyn Nine. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. He was close time. Yeah. Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus. Yeah. There was a, there was another guy. He passed away recently. He's an oh, older he, uh, guy. Played yeah, with yeah. Webster. He was in Webster, Webster for yeah. Webster. Oh no, that was George. Uh, George Papad. No, no, George no, no, Santa no. Ropolis or something like that. But um. No, pa- no, he's Mr. Papadopoulos in the show. Oh, he's Papadopoulos <laughs> in the show, was he? I can't remember. Um, there was another guy. I Georgie Porchy? Uh, no, I can't. I'll have to look up his name. But yeah, he was a... You'd know him. You'd George know him from Seinfeld? <laughs> Why anyway. was he fucking lippy on the land? I'll give you the yeah, tip. He's very lippy. I feel comfortable, comfortable here on the ranch. I can tell. Anyway, uh, look, just on Carl, he was in, inducted into the International Mustache Hall of Fame in 2016 <laughs> for the film and television category. Love it. Yeah, that's good. It's like he's had a good mo. For a yeah. long time. For a long time. Same time you're inducted into the Fuckwood Hall of Fame, Wolves. <laughs> it's a fairy, fairy he's story. In, he's been in that for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the founding members. He's a founding father. 
All right, Kevin Peter Hall, who in this movie played the Predator. Wow, he goes straight to Kevin. Is he related to Michael C. Hall? Yes, from, from I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. No, he not. wasn't. He he had he had uh, he had. Uh, what six about brothers. Hall and Oates? It could have been <laughs> Anthony Here Michael Hall. Did you he say? was a man eater. <laughs> Watch out, boys! He'll chew you up. No, he had he had six brothers, all over six foot five. But I don't know if any of them were. Wow, imagine Andy the food bill for that. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. But yeah, he was also in Harry and the Hendersons. He was Harry in in that movie, and he was in the TV series as well. So it was, was Harry and the Hendersons? Were they ripping off Chewbacca? Like where did that? No, it was Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yeah, right? Sasquatch. Okay, yeah. it was Bigfoot. Copy that. He was actually also the helicopter pilot at the end of the movie, and there was look. The reason for that is there was another very famous actor who was slated to play the part of the Predator, who ended up. Uh, on the cutting room floor. On the cutting room floor. We got taken out um, for varying reasons, but uh, we'll talk about that a bit later in, in Listen to This. Yep. Yep. Um, again, another one we talked about, Billy Duke in this movie. Love Billy Duke. Yeah. He's awesome. He's and awesome he's, in everything he does, though. Me and um, Jeffrey J. Bumfalo were laughing about his when he goes off on a tear after Jesse Ventura is killed and he's singing a you song. Mean, and Yeah. yeah. I don't Sally. know. That might it might be he might turn up in quickfire for that little, little scene, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's a bit strange. But overall, I think Billy Duke is a, a fucking boss. The good one is the yeah. scene is the scene where Carl Weathers slips on the hill. Oh yeah, and he comes back and he goes, "You ghosting this motherfucker." I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You do that again. I bleed you. I bleed you. I bleed you. Slow. Bleed you. Real quiet. Real quiet. Real quiet. I bleed you. But the best, the best scenes when he's shaving, dry shaving. Oh, What's yeah. about yeah. that? Just with his sweaters, and lube. he just yeah, and he just. I'm like that gives me like that makes my anus pucker every time I see. What him else shave. could you use it, as lube in the jungle? <laughs> I don't know. There'd probably be a vine or something, wouldn't there? What a bit of aloe vera bush? What you about your tangents today? Yeah. <laughs> well, it just got me thinking about when we were back in Canada. Because well, you're on the land. Yeah, because so I'm you... on the land, it got me thinking. But no, a, bit, a good friend of the podcast, M Head, remember when we were, we were living in Canada at, the, at the, uh, the, the ski resort and he'd get up in the morning and he'd have a look out the window and uh, it'd be an absolute bluebird, beautiful day, and there'd be one cloud at like three o'clock. He'd, be, he'd look out and go, oh, no, I don't think I'm going to snowboard today. <laughs> and so we'd, we'd, all, uh, we'd all head out and cut absolutely fucking sick and M Head... Would stay in the uh, in the house for the day and watch a few probably uh, Ultimate Fighter videos that we'd hide down yeah, from seven the, for seven days. We used to get, yeah, we'd seven get, for seven days. Videos, videos. But I didn't notice. But uh, yeah, after a few weeks, I saw that my aloe vera tube that I'd bought uh, bought from home to use in the summertime when I got sunburnt was mysteriously going down in the winter time. So yeah, I think aloe vera is not a bad lube. Let's just say that. Uh, what about hand cream morgues, or is that just good for toothpaste? So. I had a few, so shout out to Gage Roads again, the, the, the sponsor, but I had a few the other night and uh, I couldn't, my fucking wife, I couldn't find the toothpaste when I went to bed and I'd had a few and uh, I, I pulled out what I thought was the toothpaste and squeezed it onto the toothbrush and I looked at the consistency of the toothpaste and I've got to say it, it felt a little more trickly than you normally get the glugginess of the toothpaste, but I'd had a few and I went, yeah, oh, okay, whatever. Managed to brush my teeth with it and didn't didn't notice a difference in taste or anything. Got up the next morning and anyway, I look at look at the bathroom sink and uh, where my toothpaste should be is a, a a little tube of moisturizer that I'd managed to brush my teeth with. So yeah, I shout out Amhead for all the wanking. But what was really <laughs> difficult was what was really difficult was when you decided pleasure yourself and uh, use the toothpaste for lube. <laughs> 
Billy Duke got his start in American Gigolo in 1980, but in, in quite a few movies, Predator, Action Jackson, Bird on a Wire, Payback, and in X-Men The Last Stand in 2006. But what you may not know about Bill Duke is that he's actually a director. Yeah, and he's directed TV director. a lot of shows. So he's done Falcon Crest, did a few episodes in the early 80s, Dallas, Cagney and Lacey, Hill Street Blues, Knott's Landing. And he also actually directed uh, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. In '93, with Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. Whoopi. So he's done he's done quite a lot of TV, but yeah, he did a couple of movies, director, yeah, yeah, which is yeah, interesting. I did not know that. Well, there you go, gal. Good start. What else you got? Uh, we've got Jesse the Body Ventura, limited acting career, coming off a very heavy run as a pro wrestler in the '70s and '80s, but uh, yeah, in Predator in '87, the biggest movie, Running Man as Captain Freedom in '88. Yeah, cracking movie. And in one of your favourites, Whitey, No Holds Barred. Yeah. One of the commentators in, yep. in 89. Absolutely. Uh, before he went into politics and became the mayor of Brooklyn Park in Minnesota and then was the governor of Minnesota in the early 2000s. Couple of governors in this movie. There are. Yeah. Uh, we've got Sonny Landham. Sundog. Good old Sundog, yeah. So, look, he was, uh, he was actually started in the Warriors. He was a policeman in the Warriors in 79. We've got to get to the Warriors on this cast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's in 48 Hours, which is the big role as Billy Bear, and played a f- quite a few roles where he was, he was Billy or the Bear after that. But he was Billy in Predator, Action Jackson, and, and Maximum Force were the, uh, were the major ones there. But he's actually a former porn star from the 1970s. Big Billy. Big Billy Bear. Wow. Is he Billy the Bear? In, in, in 48 Hours, he was Billy Bear. No, that was his character. Was he a bear? You've definitely got a penchant for the bear. Penchant? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like 48 Hours. Great movie, 48 yeah. Hours. Yep. Nolte and, and Eddie Murphy. What was the other Crushing. one Nolte did around the same time where he was... Extreme a, Prejudice. Oh, well picked. I watched that, that yeah. about yeah. six months ago. It is... So really, good. It's, well, it's... Um, uh, what's his name? Walter Hill? Yeah. It's Walter Hill directed and it is so... Who directed The, the Warriors. It is so... Freaking good. I've yeah. forgotten how good it is. Same. Plays a Texas Ranger. Yeah. Yep. And it is, I remember, I still remember looking, it was one of those movies you see in the video shop and it had an amazing cover, like a hand-drawn poster. Yep. And it was him with a big hat and the and the badge. And I always, oh, shit, I want to watch that, but it was rated R. You know, and I was like, can't see, can't see, can't see. And then when I eventually saw it, it was worth the wait. Yeah. Great. And, I, and I, I only just remembered it about, about a year ago. I was like, fuck, what was that movie? So anyway, I, I found it, watched it, and was like, perfect. So good. Such a good movie. Yeah, yeah totally agree. Nick Nolte, and he, his nuts would have been probably normal size back <laughs> they in hadn't, the 80s. They hadn't had the tuck yet. They hadn't had the tuck. the sag. Yeah. I wonder if Wardy's had the nut tuck yet. He swims fast. He does so swim fast. That he's, he's got the wing keel working. Shout out to you, Wardy. You've got the big hammer to go with those things, so it's all right. <laughs> okay. There's been a lot of segues today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's... Uh, <laughs> I don't think we need to go through any more. There's, nah, there's a limited well, cast. We, we've talked about, about Shana. Shana. Well, we talked about Shana. We talked about Shana Black. Black. Shana, I mean, Shana, we, and Shana Black was part of film school for FWITS yes. last week. Yeah. So, But yeah, I, I just one amusing bit. You might have this for listening to this, but Shana Black actually asked him to do some rewrites on the, on the script during the shooting of this. And he goes, no, nah, fuck no. no. I'm an actor. No, I'm, not, pay, yeah, pay, I'm not doing shit. You pay me to act. Yeah, you pay, pay me to act. So I think maybe that's why he got killed off first. Yeah. yeah. 
Maybe that's why he had to. Put, they made him wear those shits of glasses. It was. It was yeah. a bit of a nothing role, so it was definitely a bit of a the, the producer no. throwing throwing him well, a he's bone. Got the, he's no, got John John McTiernan wanted him to wear those glasses. He wanted him to look as nerdy as possible. Well, he succeeded. That's, that's what he did. He certainly but, did. You know, he he came up with those two jokes that he Gee, made. Gee, you got a big pussy. <laughs> yeah, that one. Gee, you got a big pussy. <laughs> he came up with those two dad jokes. Yeah, they are dad jokes, oh. big time. First one, Billy didn't get. No. Second one, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, yeah, we sort of move into '87. Now, Gal, we did a lot on that last week. Yeah, we don't need to talk a lot about it. Look, the gross of this movie was the domestic box office was fifty nine point seven. Internationally, did thirty eight point five million for a total of ninety eight point two million dollars. Did twelve million on its opening weekend on a on a budget of eighteen million. Crazy. So made about five and a half times its money back. So it's a win. It's going to be a success. In in movies in 87, which we talked about at length last week, this came in at uh, number eight. Fatal Attraction, Whitey's favourite solo movie, yep. in at number one, $320 million. But I don't think we need to go through. We talked about a lot we of these movies last, last week. week. We definitely don't need to go back over the songs because we can't top what we did last no. week. With I'm not going to top it, but funny you talk about the best year for movies as 1986, 1987, 1989, every, every year. But no, actually it's been suggested that 90, 1987 was perhaps the best year ever for Australian music. So, oh. yeah, i got a couple of tracks you, here. Is this so. another opportunity for you to sing Suddenly Again? Uh, well, I don't know, but let's, let's look at some of the albums from 1987. So I think if, if we've gone over, we won't do particular tracks, but break into song if you feel you need to. But 1987, so... Whispering Jack was still blowing minds um, from uh, from Mingo's but it's swing. swinging in the breeze, seeing this in me, my troubles cease. <laughs> so sun is, is hiding, leaving a pink scar. It's drifting right across the sky. Excellent. That's um, all we've seen so far. But all you do is look into my eyes For that special touch of paradise Just that special touch of paradise You hold my hand Jeffrey J. Bumpfire oh, with the it, amazing Jeffrey. vocals. That was a softball, and you boys hit it out of the park. So well done. So, just quickly, James Rain solo career left behind Australian oh. crawl. So, fall of Rome, hammerhead, rip it up. They'll uh, pop House out in '97. House of Cards. House of Cards. Uh, noise Works, 1987 release. Uh, what about Take, Take me, back. me Back to You? It's been a long time. Uh, no, 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 now. Nah. <laughs> uh, Jenny Morris, Body and Soul. Oh, my body and soul. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, we're, we're doing pretty good here. So, Jimmy Barnes. No, I mean, not. Freight Train Heart <laughs> happened to come out in 97. What about oh, dr- Driving Wheels? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't take that on. I thought Jeffrey J might take that one on. But anyway, Who Do Gurus Blow You Cool came out. What's My Scene? Obviously, the... Uh, Key track from there. Um, Midnight Oil. Beds are burning. Yeah, yeah. Be- Diesel, Diesel and Dust, dust came out. Diesel but uh, How can we dance? Yeah, Beds are Burning came out. Uh, NXS Kick, so uh, Never Tear Us Apart, 1987. Hunters and Collectors, uh, well, Do You See What I See, Gal. 
from a seminal surf movie that we spent a lot of hours whiling away on. So Mad Wax, mate. I wasn't. Do you see what I see in every surf movie? It at that was. Time? It yeah. seemed like it was in yeah. every single one. It's definitely in Mad Wax. I spy your humble home. I see the, the teachers fly in a blinding <laughs> flash. A city years go by. Memories twisted around somebody's fingers. Remind me now so that I still remember. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? It's a bit high. It's out of my range, that one. Thanks for taking that, Gail. Paul Kelly, to her door, with the track, to her door. They got married early. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, look, goes on and on, but it, Australian music did did have a moment in '87. So yeah, just had to, that was basically yeah, an cool. excuse to sing a few songs. Thank you. Okay, question time. Wait, wait, I just want to go back. Jeffrey J, you might just have to dial in a song uh, every every week. That was that was his, that was, that was, oh, good. That was special. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, well played. That, pleasure. Oh, well played. Good, it, solid it, voice. Very solid. Just, yeah. just Loved it. Maybe just a John Farnham song every week. <laughs> well, I, you know, I've got a, a wider range, just more than just John Farnham. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I beg to differ. Ocon <laughs> <laughs> Trey. Yeah, yeah, you've got me there. Okay, <laughs> question time. Is this Arnie's best movie? Ooh. You think I would have thought that you may have asked this and yeah. put some thought into this, but... Um, yeah. Is it? Wow. Just trying to I go th- back. I think, okay, so Just trying to go back through me, what he's done. Let me throw three. Let me throw yep. three out at you. So you've got Predator. You've got T2. Yeah. Oh, you know what? They're his top two. It's it's a fight. I think it's a well, fight. I, I like I like the original Terminator. Yeah. I really and like that movie. But you could throw the Terminator in there. But I think that the Running Man. Yeah, but that that's second tier. That's second tier Arnie. I think it's a great movie. But I think the top tier Arnie is T two mm. Predator. I don't know about True Lies. It's probably Commando. It's probably no. True Lies is underrated. That's yeah. a good True Lies. Flick. I, I enjoy t- True Lies. Was that a, that was a Shano Black joint? No, that's James Cameron. James Cameron, big yeah. Yeah, that's and it's only James Cameron. What about Ivan Dunko? <laughs> Cocaine. So uh, I think I think it's out of T two and Predator. Yeah, it's a toss up for me. It's a flip of the coin on those yeah, two. What do yeah. you think, Jeffrey J? Oh, look, I, I look to be honest with you that that uh, T two for me was uh, Arnie's um, Arnie's best. What yeah. would what would Sonny Payne say? It's a good question for mm. this. It's a, it's a shame he's not. He here. loves both of he those loves both films. Of them. Yeah, mm. they're like they're like the children's that he does love. I oh, was looking at Arnie at uh, this time, and I, you know, he, obviously his pronunciation of some words are fucking funny because he doesn't come from America, and as Dutch, he definitely murders the English language pretty proudly. But he doesn't the close-ups, everything. Like you know, at the end, we were talking about that earlier. Like at the end, when he's just absolutely ratchet. Like there's nothing. I think I think he's a bit underrated. I don't I don't think he's Meryl Streep, but uh, I think he does pretty good. Hang on, can I throw something out there? Pumping iron, I know we, we, we spoke about it earlier, and it was obviously probably the thing that, you know, really did sort of put him into the um into the mainstream. But do you reckon like that was that that's him? And I think he's made a career out of being, if not himself, something aligned to it, something very akin Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. Oh, he's got so a very he's got a very small range. Yes. But there's a charisma there that well, obviously yes. is serious uh, charisma. He, he serious charisma. Yeah, and obviously, you know, that those, you know, those Terminator movies, you know, that obviously, you know, 
robotic and you know and, and such and mm. you know the whole I'll be back thing you know but, but he pulls but, it off like he does feel stupid, he's made for those roles yeah he's got that big intimidating presence on screen and the screen loves him but he's but he's made a career out of being Arnie yeah yes and, for sure and and that is him where he first comes into that um into that uh, prominence and but I he's, he's got some but, comic chops as well like yeah. I think Kindergarten yeah. Cop, Kindergarten Cop is, is funny as hell well, and. And it probably and it probably tracks from what we were talking about before about how he um you know sort of that you know the the, the comedy or the, the the way that he was trying to psych out Lou Ferrigno for in sure movie. Mm-hmm. yeah and so that's you know that's actually a really funny scene yeah but yeah. you oh. know you know you have ascended to superstardom when people see movies just because Arnie's in it oh right. well, that's so well, that's it. it's like you've got you've got Tom Cruise movies you've got yep. Arnie movies and there's not you, there's not many of them that where it's like I'm just going to see the movie because he's in it but that's what that was saying before that, that run in mid 80s to yeah, early 90s sure. is exactly yeah. that exactly. all of those he, movies he just became a superstar you're going to watch yeah, because going to of watch Arnie, Arnie. Yeah. going to watch Arnie's movie yeah. alright okay now I've, I've cut the questions to two in this one this is the last question I think it's probably the, the biggest question do you think he pounded the, the girl because he has a penchant for Mexicans. I reckon he took down the cleaner on set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's now, a bad man. Uh, so, what, uh, El Apito Carrillo. Uh, I reckon was it, could, you, could you do that pronunciation uh, again, please? Uh, <laughs> she's from Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona. Uh, uh, Shout uh, out El, to Condi. El Apito Carrillo. <laughs> uh, I'm really <laughs> just <laughs> that. I'm not sure you've nailed it yet. Can you have one more go? El Apito Carrillo. <laughs> Right. You sounded like Benicio del Toro in <laughs> in the usual suspect. In the usual suspect. Flip what a far! I flip you for what real. A, what a far! I flip you for real. Uh, I, I think he pounded her for sure. He's got a penchant for them, even though she's like thirty years younger than what he sends to go for. He was he was married to a Kennedy essentially, yeah, and he was. Uh, yes, fathered and he a, a unit of a son to the cleaner. So and it's quite and there was no denying there was no DNI no. test required because it is essentially <laughs> just Arnold. I agree, it is my son. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Into the categories. So this is where we talk about the stuff that we like about the movie, the stuff we think is bad about the movie, and the stuff we think is downright ugly. And we're going to start with you, Dan, because it's your home game. Yes, so good. thank you. What you got? Uh, up on the land, I had for good. I had Carl Weathers and Arnold himself. I just in on the rewatch, I really enjoyed both of those guys. I thought they played off each other well. I thought they, uh, I thought Carl Weathers did exceptionally well with with his scenes with Arnie. I thought that the interplay was really good, and uh, they just felt like they were uh, true to their character, and 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 really was more impressed by their acting than I think I have been in previous viewings. So yeah, the Apollo Creed. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ich trage Weiser Spiedos, were my uh, were my favourites for sure. What about you, uh, Bumfire? Anything for good there? Um, oh, not this one really. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying in. That's that's the best part of the 2023 with a bang. <laughs> Solid. Uh, uh, no, 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 not really. No, look, I um, look that um again, and not to piggyback off you, uh, Morgs, but um, but you will. You know, that that scene where it um, 
you know, where they uh, where they meet and they they handshake and they have that flex. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. it's, and it's about the, you know, it's the biceps and it's the... You're pushing too many pencils, Dylan. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's that real, like it, like it is a flex, yeah. but it is a flex, you know. Yeah. And um, I, I think it's probably all about those movies at that time. Yeah. You know, that's the... That was really that's why you went and saw an Arnie movie at that time. Yep. You know, um, you know, the the, the storyline, everything, you know, sort of came along with it. But for me, right on the point there. Yeah. We're gonna Absolutely. talk we're gonna talk about that a little more and listen to this. Because yeah. there's a little more to some of those stars of the movie. Right. And their interaction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what do you got for good? Uh for good, I've got Arnie, obviously, as Morg said. Uh but just his one liners. I love it. He makes up those one liners like stick around and and, you know, when he gets in the next room, he goes, knock, knock. <laughs> but then he shoots the guy out the window and then changes guns and shoots the other, the other yeah. person in the room. But Arnie's, yeah, hitting, hitting his, uh, his stride here. And also, I like Bill Duke. We already talked about Bill, so I won't go too much into that. But just, yeah. just that character, that mean, menacing character. Yeah. Again, for me, again, we've got – it's slick. There's no bullshit. It's, it's really lean. You don't need to take anything out of the movie. You don't need anything into it. As well. there's, there's not a lot of backstory for that. Like, it, it, they give the yeah. ev- the audience some credit and like, okay, there's an alien. You guys yeah. worked it out. Yeah. The, the characters in the film don't know he's an alien. They don't yeah. know who the fuck that is, but we showed you the spaceship, so that's all you guys and, need to and, know. And we don't know the motivation of the alien, <laughs> and we don't need to. No. We just know he's just hunting them. Mm. And you can tell when he when he rips the spine, oh, well, he's taking trophies. Yeah. And that's essentially it. like... But even the start, even the start, like, like he, you know, he comes in that scene we just talked about with Carl Weathers, and they have that, and that's over in five minutes, right? Yeah. A little bit of preamble, right? We're introducing Carl Weathers into it as, as this character, and then bang, they're into the jungle. Yeah. So we're, we're into it within well, 10 no minutes of the movie, yeah. we're, we're into the jungle, yeah, exactly. right, ready to go. It's, it's great. It's great. Uh, look, uh, for me, Arnie's an out and out star. Uh, I, I, love, I love the setup, I love the fake mission, but then it all goes pear shaped. I think that's great. And I love that Dylan becomes the bad guy, but there's also the bigger bad guy. I, just lo- I love that dynamic within the film. Sure, the score's epic. We spoke about that this morning. Yeah. watching the score is yeah. epic. Yeah. Like re- it's nothing without the music. Probably haven't noticed that yeah. previously, but yeah. it's a huge part of the film. Yeah, and I think Morgs and I were talking about it before, I, before I fell asleep on the lounge the other night. <laughs> Snoring about uh, how good John McTiernan is and and how well lit the movie is. Because again, it's one of those films where it could come across as being a bit bad or second rate or B grade. If it's fully lit, but it's so well lit by fire, by dark, yeah, yeah the moon. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff like contrasting in the blacks. It's it's so well lit, and it must be so hard in that, you know, with those night scenes to light. Working them out the elements is an absolute bitch. Like it would have been very difficult, and yeah. it looked amazing. And you think about this was also shot on film, so yeah. they aren't getting to look at what they're shooting through the camera. They're putting a lot of faith into the DOP and his team. Yeah looking after all the gaffers and the light and everything on there. And they're not seeing it to the dailies when they watch them the next day. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I, – I agree. I think a lot of scenes were shot very well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's enough. What about bad? Uh, we'll start with you, Gia. What do you got for bad? My bad is just – we did talk about this earlier – is the scene where he comes out of the water and the predator's chasing him and he, and he flops half his face into the mud <laughs> and then he sees the predator come up. So he pulls himself up into the tree branch or into the roots of the tree and then all of a sudden his whole body is fully covered – but his eyes, with his eyes open, he still can't be seen, and his lips are out there. But I just find that a little bit hard. It went straight from, you know, that they had, I know they had to make that scene as to how he gets away, but it was, it, it didn't quite work for me. That that's one little bit where it's not 
the continuity is out there. Yeah. Do, do I, I don't think, think it's great. That was less plausible than the two 100-metre waterfall drops that <laughs> he successfully made prior to that scene, or which do you yeah. think was well, more there's that as well. Yeah. The, the stunt double seriously injured himself doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, blew his knee out. Blew his knee out doing yeah. that. But yeah, look, that's that's the one the one thing I'd say. Like, you notice that he puts his half his face in the mud, and then the next thing he's crawling under the tree, and his whole body is perfectly covered in in yeah, clay. Absolutely. absolutely. What about you, Dan? Only for bad? Yeah. Look, the only thing I said, uh, the John McTiernan was amazing, and I think overall th- this film he shot really beautifully. But what the fuck was going on when with the scene where they all take out the the uh, the, the terrorists? We don't even know what they are. They take out the the locals' camp where they pick up Anna. What? Who? That was so different. It was like it was shot for a different movie. It looked like something out of American Ninja. And a shout out to Michael Dudikoff because I'm not pissing on American Ninja. Yeah, I know that you would take umbrage just, with that. Just tread but carefully here, Morgs. It, it looked like a completely different film, um, replete with the trampoline jumps and the uh, overuse of actors on fire. It felt like something out of not quite Hollywood, which I haven't mentioned for a few pods. So if you're looking for a documentary, fellow f go out and check out Not Quite Hollywood. But yeah, that, it just felt like a different different movie. And uh, I think that it, it's still funny, but it just doesn't seem to have the same tone as the rest of the film. So I thought that could be handled a bit yeah, differently. Because it kind of went from a slow, tense... Bill, didn't it? That that's where they're going. It comes to that high camp in movie, movie shit. Camp, yeah. It yeah. comes a bit of a caricature of itself, yeah, for really. sure, for sure. Uh, now, Greg, should I ask you what you got for bad, or should we just skip past you and just? Uh... <laughs> oh, look! One of the things that I was going to mention was the um, was probably just the uh, it's a it, it's a bit of that um, um, you know you've got to just sort of put aside the, the reality for for a moment there and the use of some of the uh, the firearms. I mean, using a, uh, a minigun just, uh, <laughs> you know, from yeah. shooting from the hip. Um, so a minigun would normally be strapped onto some sort of helicopter, vehicle. Yeah, like a helicopter. Yeah. Helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shooting uh, 6,000 rounds per minute. Um, <laughs> would, but, would a uh, human be able to take the recoil of one of those things or is that completely implausible? Uh, look, um, I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it took a Terminator to hold one, you know, seven That's years it. later. That's it. And it, it, they did turn up. And the M60, where you see, obviously, Rambo hanging onto one of those yeah. things. And I always wondered, uh, could, it, could a human actually hang onto that thing without it? Rambo could. Rambo could, Definitely, yeah. definitely. But I guess at the same time, it also goes to, again, those movies, right? It's a movie. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. Look, I've got the non-lethal atomic blast. Yes. Uh, at the end, and because it's it's one hell of a blast, and he's got to be what? He's got to be he's got to be what? Ninety meters away. Yeah, from he's running. He's running up. over things in the jungle, yeah. trying to get away. He couldn't and, have got that far. And there's a mushroom cloud. Yeah. And then he gets down there, and he's like just standing in the pose, like, "Yeah, I'm badass." I know Hiroshima was leveled yes. for this thing. Uh, trillions of people died. Yeah. Uh, every other atomic blast, but not one person dies apart from the predator. But that's the only thing I had. Other than that, I love it. Uh, ugly. Anything for ugly? No, I've got nothing for ugly. Nothing for me. Yeah, we're not going to ask you, Greg. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Listen to this, uh, gal. Want to start with listen to this? What do you got? Yeah, look, I've got a few things here to leave you. But look, we, we touched on before about, uh, about you know, the, 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 the macho guys on set. But there was a, there was a few pranks being played. Um, and when Jesse Ventura got on set... The wardrobe department told him that his arms, his guns were an inch larger than Arnie's, which he took great delight in. <laughs> but uh, Arnie had already teed up the wardrobe department to tell him that. So then they had a comp and they, they put a bet on it. And Arnie obviously won the bet because he teed them all up. So 
but there was also but uh, but Jesse Ventura was also on set, and then uh, you know he got there and he's just doing a workout because they all like to work out. So he threw a bottle of water all over himself, and uh, and he wanted to he wanted Arnie to think they'd been working out for all that time, right? But uh, and and that started pushing them both. So everyone's getting up in the end, getting up at four in the morning to get in the gym because they all wanted to be the first first in, last out. <laughs> Um, and then Carl Weathers would go working out, but then he wanted he didn't want them to he wanted everyone to think that his body he got that naturally, so he wouldn't work out with them. Pretended he'd just get around and pretend he wasn't working out. Then he'd secretly go in the middle of the night and get his iron going. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. So this is the this is the alpha blokes on set. Yeah. Well, it was it was a host of them, wasn't there? Uh, okay, what about uh, Dutch's line? He's get to the chopper line. Is his favorite? Yeah. Is Arnie's favorite line of all his movies? Yeah, to the chopper. It feels like it's in all of his movies, but really it was just uh, just this. And it's funny that you asked mm. about what you use for lube in the jungle. Because <laughs> the, uh, Strange segue, but yeah. I'm looking forward to No, because to this. the Predator's blood, which ah. was that green colour. Yeah. They made that on set by mixing the, the colour out of glow sticks with KY oh. jelly. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. So that's what you use for lube in the jungle. Right, eh? Glow stick KY. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Got anything, uh, Morgs? I've got heaps, but I don't want to blow anyone's thunder, so I'll let you go, Gia. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the Predator. And we I don't did. have heaps. <laughs> got it. Uh, we're going to talk about that uh, Kevin Peter Hall was the Predator, but he wasn't the original choice. It was actually Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now, he was supposed to star in this. and they well, wanted he did start. He, well, they he started did start. filming with him. And, and they wanted someone that was agile and, and could, you know, as Morgs put, do the splits yeah. as the Predator. Um, but... Obviously, that suit that suit was like two hundred pounds apparently, and even Kevin Peter Hall, who's seven foot two, had yeah. had issues wearing that. Um, but then, anyway, Van Dam was officially removed from the film for being too short at five nine, and the other guys were all six two to but to I think, six five. I think also that uh, he sh- ended up struggling; like he he was absolutely exhausted. Well, um, he was shooting because. The suit was so heavy and the and the temperatures and stuff. Yes, so they end up just punting him as well. Well, well the thing was, the, the suit was two hundred pounds, yeah. and and they all had to, and you couldn't see out of the suit. So Arnie's also said that it was hard to film some of those scenes in because because the guy in the suit couldn't see him, yeah. or he couldn't see out of the suit. But they also did a complete redesign of the of the of the creature. Yes, so the original one looks like a pretty big cockroach. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was a different it was yeah. a different form. And it's, and with the and the actual predator was red. Mm-hmm. Because that was the only way; it was the most contrast against the jungle, so yeah. they could then go in post and fix. Well, that's interesting. so. I did have a listen to this. I forgot all about it. But they, when they did film in Mexico, it was fucking hot, and there wasn't any green foliage. So it's interesting when you watch it again. If we, it's like check out the amount of times they have those those green fronds everywhere. They were essentially placing them in every shot. So yeah. that it it, uh, it looked like it was green. It actually looks like the bush up the back of Cromer Heights well, the, was the, where they were shooting. The so. famous scene where they shoot at the jungle, and with the, with the, when they when uh, Blaine gets killed and mm. they, and Coke chases him or Billy Duke. Oh, chases and they him. shoot the shit out. They of shoot the shit out. Yeah, of yeah. That was all. That was all fake yeah. stuff. So they yeah. just all brought that into. Well, shit. there are points in the movie where you can see them in the pot plants. Yeah, yeah. If you look close enough, you can see the ah, pot plants that good. they're in. But but you know, like you don't see it unless you're looking for that kind of thing. Yeah. But the other one with with JCVD was that he um yeah he got the dirts because he his face wasn't going to be seen on screen and yeah. you know he Pretty. he wanted to be known that it was him in the suit. So yeah. they ended up punting him. Was he kickboxer then? Like was he was that around that time? Eighty yes, seven. He'd already was, done. Yeah. He'd yeah, already he done. Did. Um, oh, no, Blood you know what? Sport. Uh, Blood Sport oh, came out. In no, it was one of it was one of the earlier ones. Yeah, yeah. So no, he hadn't. He'd done a couple sort of Z grades. But he hadn't done the A-grade Bloodsport yet. <laughs> Here's a question for you. How much screen time do you think the Predator has? Well, I'm going to let this go because yeah, I, I do know. Can't much, be much. How much, like, how much time is it? Ten there? minutes. 
was going to say five. Eight. Eight. Right in the middle, boys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah not a lot. Yeah. I've got one I found here, guys. Um, none of these names are mentioned in the film, but it's the names of all the stars. They're actual names in the film. The original script was Major Alan Dutch Schaefer. Just not Dutch. Staff Sergeant George Dillon. Sergeant Mac Elliott. Sergeant Blaine Cooper. Sergeant Billy Soule. Corporate Poncho Ramirez and Corporal Rick Hawkins. But that was all the that was all their proper names, which but they aren't even referenced in the in the credits at the yeah, end. Yeah, right at the very end. I reckon that's enough. I don't know Morgs has got nothing to add here. Ah, oh, fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now it's um time for <laughs> Morgs's quick fire. Quick fire. All right. Do I need to pause for my new sound effects? Just rip in, mate. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Holy fuck. Quick fire. Jeffrey J. Bumfiler, if you haven't been a part of this, this is when we just go through a few topics and we like to riff really quickly. So the first topic is that's not a knife and it is for a scene or scenes from this movie that have passed over into popular culture. I reckon there's a few from here. Yeah. What do you think, boys? Yep. G-Man. Stick around. Stick, get, stick around. Get to the chopper. Get to the get chopper. To the get chopper. to the chopper. Yeah, I think, look, get to the chopper is probably the most prominent. You are one. Ugly motherfucker. And uh, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah, that's the, the other one. the top one. three. I reckon that they would pop pop up. Um, Jeffrey J, anything that you nah, remember no. from the last Nothing time you really. viewed it some several years ago? No. No? All good. Uh, the next one is for the biggest dick character in, we call it Hey Derek, Sprackensy Dick. Uh, anyone that popped to mind that was a bit of, bit of a knob, knob end, bit of a bit of a bell end? Oh, Dylan. Dylan. Carl Weathers. But, yeah. uh, but he's, he's necessary and he has a bit of an arc where he comes back at the end and he, he kind of uh, takes himself away with to certain death. When he gets his arm shot off, that's a pretty decent scene there. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't reckon there's anyone really that, that pops not, out. Not apart from that. Not apart nah. from that. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee in backdraft for an actor that uh, thought they were in a different movie. Shane Black. Shane O'Black was an interesting one. So... I think that when he refused to do any screen rewrites and they killed him off quickly, yeah. he just—it it was a bit of a nothing character. So, and the the jokes that he put in there were probably off tone for the movie as well. For sure, so, yeah, that's a good choice. Um, Ripley running for a particularly poor show of athletic prowess, a la Sigourney Weaver in Aliens. Anyone that really sucked No balls? one was really, really bad, but I think maybe uh, just because I want to say the name again, Elpidio Calio. It's probably your best pronunciation yet. So uh, so when she slams the uh, the stick into the or the branch into the face and then does the bolt, she's struggling. She should have got away. It's, and what about her throwing the leaves at Carl yeah, Weathers? Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. But, but what about Carl Weathers, just his response to the leaves? Yeah. Yeah. That could have been, that could have been part of the, mm. uh, you know, not worthy of being... You know, in a different movie, maybe? Totally, totally. No, yeah. I'm with that. Um, robot sentries for a scene that you wanted to see more of. So you want, want to learn a bit more about the movie, a la the brilliant robot oh, sentries in Aliens. I would have loved to have seen the original team get axed. Ah. Uh, the, the, uh, Jim Harris? Harper. Jim Harper. 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 Jim Harper. Uh, yeah, I know that, this that would have been interesting. But, but again, it takes away the reveal of... Shit, those guys have been skinned yeah. alive. They're skinned alive. Yeah. Uh, takes that away. But, but that is that is part of that because they're trying to figure out who that is and, and the second group coming in yeah. behind them and all well, of that. Yeah, so th- I, I know what's not there, but it would have been good to see what happened. Sure. Yeah. Nothing else. Uh, finally, uh, why is Brad Pitt for an actor that you might want to have a special lie down with from the film? 
anyone that jumped in, I mean, Nana's pretty cute. I mean, all the boys are I'm pretty going, buff. I'm, I'm, I'm going against what I've been going for. Yeah. I'm going male. Okay. Carl Weathers is a good sort. He's a good looking yeah. man. He's a good looking he, man. He, They're he, all in the prime. Jesse yeah. the Body Ventura. Yeah, but no, nah, Carl Weathers is a good sort. Yeah. So I thought Sonny Langdon was quite buff as well, which I didn't realise yeah. from his character. He's, so they're but all he's fit. not. He's uh, He's more. I think he's country strong. Right. Sonny yeah. Langdon. He's not that. He's a big real, thick he's unit. Not, he's not Arnie. No. He's not Arnie. Carl Weathers ripped. He's he's like he's, he's like us strong. on the land. That yeah. just yeah. just working around the farm strong. Yeah. Farm, no, farm strong. He farm does. Strong. He reminds me of me. I get it. Uh, that's it. Quick fire. Choo choo choo. My God. All right. Uh, anyone get a one degree of Kurt Russell? Oh. I didn't. No. I didn't I'm look very think. hard. I was trying week. to think. No, I don't, I don't have one. Okay. No. Perfect. Notables. Notable quotables. Yeah. What do you got? Well, we've, we've gone through all, we've gone the, through all, all the major ones. I, I, as I said, I do like the Bill Duke one when Carl Weather slips down the hill. Yeah. That's, that's a really good one. Obviously, get to the child labour bleeds, we can kill it. I like um, when Poncho and Blaine are together and it's Morgz and I were chuckling at this the other yeah. night. You hit man, you're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got goes, time boo, to duck. Boo, boo. <laughs> you got time to duck. <laughs> I thought that was good. Yeah, there's lots of good there's lots of good the, the other one I liked was was Poncho and Dutch. He's like, Major, you better take a look at this. Did you find Hawkins? Uh, I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of good ones. Knock, knock. It's heaps of them. Yeah. It's really good. Knock, knock. My men are not expendable. And I don't do this kind of work. He's really good. All right. That's enough of that. We didn't, we just one thing we didn't talk about, and I don't know where it's going to pop up, so I want to bring it up here, but what about when they all get out of the chopper at the start and the clobber, they're all dressed in? Yeah, good, good, good catch. Really good. So yeah. I, th- I don't know if they got to pick their outfits like the dudes in Lost Boys who get to go out and <laughs> shop, <laughs> shop for their shit, but when Billy Duke's running a business suit and That's uh, right. yeah. Jesse Ventura's running an MTV shirt, and yeah, yeah it, was, it was an interesting get-up. Um, uh, Arnie looks like he's in uh, that new gang, the Ishes. With the uh, with the polo shirts yeah. and looking looking real tough on the Gold Coast, yeah, so definitely. yeah, it's a, it's definitely an eclectic. Uh, I reckon they outfits. I reckon they got to pick what they wanted to Quite wear. Possibly, yeah. Because Blaine, like Jesse the Body, got some badass like stone wash pants yeah. on. It's just it's horrendous. But I, uh, was, Billy Duke, I don't know where he's come from. Yeah. Like what they're running the full bizzo suit. He's, he's come off the commando set. It was straight peak, off the commando. It was peak nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, it was but this fantastic. this is trying to show the differences in the team, right? Like they're all coming from oh, for sure, back for sure. Right? So he's coming in with his suit, which doesn't doesn't suit his character, I guess. As well, we you know, know it, but no. Bumfiler is in '87. Bumfiler would turn up to Griffith Park, dressed in his best number ones. He'd have his uh, his white jeans on and a and a stonewash shirt, denim shirt. You know, some uh, mate. They some weren't white jeans. They're probably more like stonewash jeans. Yeah. But I mean, bit of know, acid wash. Probably the vest was overdoing it. I'd say, and you know. Four buttons. There's one button too many yeah, for a In '87, did we wear did we wear oversized shirts or were those chambres? Was that those big chambre ones? Yeah, you had some ones? bad clothes in '87. Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, I still got them. '87. Yeah. <laughs> maybe o- no, no, sorry, 87. maybe '91. Yeah. <laughs> That's more '91. The chambre shirt. Chambres were big, weren't they? They were big. They're horrible. Horrible. All right. The second most famous segment of the podcast: film school for f-wits. Take it away. Yes, fellow f it's very, very stoked to have you up on the land with us uh, at the ranch this week. And uh, 
this week I thought I would take a look at what genre. So do you guys, what, what genre, first day with a new mouth on the land, I need another beer. What genre would you call Predator? What, what do you guys think it, uh, what genre does it land in? I think it's ultimately action, wouldn't you say? What do you think, Jeffrey Joe? Action. Action? Yeah, it lean, leans towards action. I, I agree, but I think it's got its own special sub-genre, which I'm going to call action horror. Because it does pick up a lot of a lot of horror tropes. Like um, certainly, there's there's a lot more gore than you would generally see in an actor a purely action flick. But there's also the Last Man Standing, which is probably the most famous horror trope after the um, you know the cool girl at the end. But uh, it definitely a, a, a lot of elements of it that you could think, oh maybe maybe there's some horror. So there is a genre, a subgenre that is called action horror movies. So film school for FWITS this week is my personal top five action horror movies that you probably haven't seen. So there's a few that would spring to mind that are, are reasonably obvious and a lot of them have Arnie or uh, or, or uh, Sigourney Weaver or um, some uh, other films from the time that uh, that probably lead the, the subgenre. But I just want to go through a few of mine that you, you may not have seen. So the first one is from 2015 and it's a film called The Green Room. So have you guys seen that? I certainly have seen that. So I, I, I don't know what you think, Whitey, but that was a tense movie, really good. So it's basically yeah. about a, a, a struggling punk band that book a gig at a neo-Nazi clubhouse and go in there and, and take the piss out of the, the, the neo-Nazis essentially and play some, uh, they played Nazi punks fuck off as, uh, as their first track but um, stupidly all the, uh, the stupid uh, Nazi guys in the room decide they actually enjoy that song but uh, long story short they witness a murder that they shouldn't see and get peeled off one by one by this marauding gang of Nazis so it's, uh, I definitely put it in that because there's definitely some horror tropes in the film but if it's one you haven't seen uh, definitely worth a look and it's a great movie yeah I can say that you just asked why do you continue so you just Making the broad assumption that no, Jeffrey no, and I haven't well, seen it. With, because I put a lot of effort into this segment, I actually have one that I'll throw to you next. But if you want to riff on this, this is, this is fine. So yeah, but no, Gowie. No, actually, I haven't seen he's it. Actually, yeah. He's actually right. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen it, not seen it. Well, Patrick Stewart, he plays like the head neo Nazi. That's it. Yeah. Really, oh, against cast. Yeah, so it's, it's really uh, good. Yeah. yeah, and Anton, what's his name? Anton Yelchin. Not Anton Sugar. Anton Elton Yelchin is in it. But it's he's dead. Really, he's dead. Yeah, you know, yeah, how he died. So he died that uh, car rolled down the driveway and slammed into his letterbox. It his was a Jeep Grand Cherokee as yeah. well, yes. No, and they have a bit of a fault when you don't know that they're in park. So, yeah. so it, it squeezed. Squished. Yeah, yeah that's squished. awful. Yeah. So R.I.P. Elton uh, Yelchin. Boris Yelchin. <laughs> uh, the next one, which I'm hoping you have seen, which um, you may or may have seen, is a, a 2011 jam called Attack the Block. Actually, stars that dude out of Star Wars. Yeah, John Boyega. Yeah, John Boyega. Bobby Yaga. John Boyega. John Boyega. Bobby Yaga. Um, it's uh, it's man. set on a, uh, a housing estate in, in the UK. And uh, it's a fucking fantastic it's a film. Movie. So, But again, uh, a lot of action and it picks up quite uh, quite About an alien invasion. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 So really uh, really dips into standard action and, and horror genres and obviously uh, with a tinge of sci-fi a la Predator. So if you haven't seen that one, guys, go and check it out. My F-Wit friends, Gal, did you want to riff on that yeah, one at all? No, I think Jodie Whittaker is excellent, <laughs> well done. excellent in this. Do you know who Jodie Whittaker is? Yeah, yeah. She's been here. She's in Adult Life Skills. She's in Journeyman. She's been in... She's the latest wide. Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, most yeah. famous as the first ever female, female Doctor, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Jeffrey J. Bumfoller, were you on ABC on a, a, a 6 p.m. on a weeknight watching Doctor Who, like one of those nang nangs? I was actually thinking that on the way up here. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I heard the. Um, wow! <laughs> wow! 
<laughs> no, um, I was actually a big Doctor Who fan when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. it throws you yeah, back yeah. to a time. So Tom, uh, the one with Baker. the choppers, Tom Baker. Yeah, Tom with Baker. That, he would have yeah. been your Doctor. He yeah. was. He was my yeah. favourite. He, 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 he was my favourite. Yeah. He was the curly haired one, yeah. wasn't he? I actually, he was. Yeah. I actually yeah, he was. went back and and started the new Doctor Who. Right, which started with Christopher Eccleston and then went into uh, David Tennant. Yep. Matt Smith. Yep. Very good. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I it's very well written. It's been going for 50 years. It's written by the guy that, it's, yep. that wrote Sherlock. Yeah. Uh, Moffat. Yep. Stephen Moffat. Yep. Yep. Um, it's excellent. It's really, really good. It's worth, I mean, I, unfortunately, I don't think there's enough time left of my life that I'm going to revisit Doctor Who, yeah. the new well, Doctor Who. it's the new Doctor Who. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Good one. But it's amazing at those, I bet, like, you can be thrown back to a moment in time. Like, I remember Sunday night viewing... It would was be like the comedy company and shit like that. That yep. just reminds me, oh fuck, I've got to go to school tomorrow. Shit. Mm. So you'd have this. I'm enjoying Con the Fruiterer, but thinking, fuck. Yeah. 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 Sunday yeah. night comedy throws, company. That's it. Mm. Throws you back to a time. But anyway, uh, you will be able to buy some merch, fellow F Wits, very soon. So we've actually come up with a Chroma High Survivor T-shirt. <laughs> so I would encourage you to check out the website and yes. flick coming a bit very of, soon in Flick a bit of freight our way. Now I know it may seem exorbitantly expensive, but it's actually just covering our costs for sure. Yeah, it's made out of it's it's Egyptian cotton. It's made it's made out of dog bullsack hair. <laughs> Continue on. Uh, the next one is another one which I'm guessing Gal hasn't seen. I'm thinking Jeffrey J probably hasn't seen, but I think Whitey may have seen. But uh, the original Battle Royale. Oh, is that Tatsuya Fujiwara? It is. Oh, mate. <laughs> Cracker. Cracker of a movie. <laughs> Looking at your notes. <laughs> this is what happened. Normally I hide up here on the land, but you can actually see my notes here. So I'm not looking at your notes. You know what? Without Battle Royale, there's no Hunger Games. There's no nothing. It's no, it's exactly. So it's this, this is a groundbreaking film, incredible. and uh, basically, Japanese society's uh, grown worried and fearful of the nation's unruly youth. So uh, they set up a program where it's uh, instituted, and random classes are abducted and dropped on a weaponized well, it's, it's island. A, it's, it's one year nine class. That's it. It's super young. It's super one year young. nine class yeah. a year. That's Frank the Tank. Thank you, Frank. Everyone's been quiet right up until now. So. It's been pretty good. But yes, it, it is that. But it's it's worth a watch and uh, definitely horror elements in there, but a lot of action. So just a really interesting movie. Yep, so great. one worth a look. Uh, moving right along. This one is one that still scares the shit out of me when I see the cover. So from 2005, The Descent. Now, I'm thinking you would have done a bit of this, a bit of action of this back in the video store. I think Descent is probably the best horror film. Yeah. Of the 2000s. Yeah. it's And you're probably right. It probably skews more horror than action horror. But I think if you haven't seen it, grow some fucking nurries and check it out. Yeah. But the, 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 it's just every fear that you have. I personally have a massive claustrophobia issue that I worked out when I was about 40 metres underground doing caving for the first time, which scared the shit and still scars me to this day. But Not a good the, time to the, figure that out. Not a great no. time at all to figure it out. A shout out to Leisure Management at University of Technology, Sydney. Uh, I But would e encourage you to check out The Descent. So I don't want to give it away too much because you should go and check it out. But just think about if you're underground, what is the worst shit you would want to run into? And that's essentially what these guys do. So... Uh, have you seen that one, Jeffrey Joe? No, I haven't. No, I wait, haven't. Uh, worth a look. It's it's probably been overlooked by a lot of people, but absolutely excellent. exhilarating excellent. action horror. G-Man, what's your yeah, thoughts no, on the Yeah, no, good movie. Yeah. Alexa Reed, awesome in that movie. Having said that, just what you were talking about, the... Uh... <laughs> 
I'm fucking never doing a pod with you guys again because Gow cheats. <laughs> I'm not cheating, mate. I've got my own notes here. <laughs> Sorry, you were talking, Jeffrey J. I I was just going to say, that um, that new cave diving one about the... Uh, oh, yeah, the 13 lives. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. That looks terrifying. Yeah. Well, right, I've, that, I've, watched, I've watched the actual real-life documentary, which right. is spine-chilling. Yeah. What they did was yep. unbelievable. Ridiculous. Totally. Uh, yeah, a pretty horrific setup to be that far underground and running into scary things. So, uh, Neil Marshall bit, check it out. The descent. Yeah, it's excellent. Number one, I cheated a bit. I said that you wouldn't know about this, but my favourite action horror of all time is obviously Aliens. So, <laughs> check that out as well. Um, Jeffrey J, what do you, what's your thoughts on the whole Alien franchise? Well, it surprised you, Morgs, that um, I haven't seen it. It would surprise me a lot. So we could, uh, we might have to write which, that which, tonight. Which so. is interesting because I have spoken about him previously. Um, other today. pods, other pods. Uh, no, yes, on other pods. No, well, I have mentioned him earlier. You know the influence my brother was. Uh, he is a massive Aliens fan. Yeah, um, I remember him telling me about the first, uh, the first movie, well, Alien, mm. and um, you know, obviously the whole concept around that. And I was probably just a little bit too young to probably be going to that. Um, yeah, but I 79, just never, 79, yeah, 79, 79. Yeah. And I just never, um, I, I just never caught up with it. Fair um, enough. He actually bought me the box set one Christmas and I still haven't watched it. Sorry, bro. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Good He's just learning about that now. Regift it. Yeah. Excellent. That's it. Film school for F with well this done, week. Dan. Thank Good you, work, everyone. Dan. But yeah, check them all out. Strangles. I know that you you're over the Dutch. You'll check out some of those films. So, yeah, of all of the ones I suggested, though, mate, I reckon. Oh no, they're all pretty good. But check out Battle Royale and uh, Green Room from those. Top Absolutely, five. that was a good list, Morgs. I'm quite surprised. I've seen most of those. So, <laughs> that's a uh, you know. I threw in aliens just for you to get involved. So. <laughs> All right, and we're going to keep with the Dan on the land theme here, and now we are moving into Stan Bush's kick-ass credit song, and Dan is on the block. Have you got one? Yes, I did have a lot of one. Definitely uh, adhere to the two-minute rule for this one. You guys would have seen my creative process as we were driving down to pick up Jeffrey J. Bumfiler, and I, it dawned on me that I had the song for this week. So I, uh, what, what I did find fascinating about this film and about many films – a lot of Vietnam films it pops up in, but also uh, a lot of a lot of sly films. But the punji stick, the use of the punji stick. So, do we call it punji or punji stick? Do you I, think? I like punji. So I think I'm, I'm, I'm punji, but I think it's punji. Punji. All there right, I'm going to go with Jeffrey J there. So we're going to we're going to say punji, and uh, that will help because that's how I will uh, enunciate during my song. But I, I'm a lot of films from that era when you run out of bullets and you run out of sharp sticky things. No fucking problem. You just go into the jungle and you make yourself a punji stick, punji stick, and uh, you're, you're able to save the day. So I find it quite fascinating, and that, that was definitely the basis for my song this week in the theme of Stan Bush Kick-Ass Credit, which is called It's Time for the Punji Stick. Is it punji or punji? Which you've said it's going to be punji. I no, thought he, he said punji. No, he, he said punji. I said punji. Jeffrey, punji? Jeffrey said punji. I said punji. Yeah. Which punji. takes me to the song title this week, It's Time for the Punji Stick. <laughs> Thank you. All Take right, it away. Here we go. If you ramble in the jungle and things are looking grim, the sheriff and his cronies are on your tail closing in. If a film's set in Vietnam and the VCR hiding out, a grunt will surely fall in a pit and the spikes hanging out. And of course, if you're Arnie being Arnold in the bush, leading Shane O'Black and his crack-knit team off-grid all hush. When the weapons all run out and there's nothing left to shoot, it's time. It's time. It's time for the punji. Grab a knife. Get a stick. Carve it fine. 
Shopping up that shit. Stick it in a hole and cover it with leaves. Let the currents fall right in and listen to their screams. It's time. It's time. It's time for the punchy. Time for the punchy stick. <laughs> Solid effort, folks. Hush. What is a hush? Uh, hush. <laughs> well... There were a few rhymes in there that were dependent on which way I went with punji or punji. Oh my god, it's time for the hush. <laughs> hush, hush. Well very done, Dan. Lovely. Very, very good. Very, very good. Uh, well, all done. Right. Well, well done. Well done, Well done, Daniel. Enjoyed that very much. That was a cracker. All right, we move into star of the show. And we're going to start with our guest today, uh, Jeffrey J. Who's your MVP of Predator? Arnie. Yeah. Yep. It's hard to, hard to go past. Dan. Yeah, same. Arnie for me. Yeah, we'll just keep going on that. It's Arnie. It's Arnie's vehicle. We've said that. Yeah, it's a full house. And, and he does really well in this. Yeah, absolutely. It's a full house. It's, an, it's, Arnie's, it's Arnie's movie. Without him, it doesn't work. All right. We're going to shoot into the rank bank. Okay, so we've got a few to choose from. So today we've got miniguns. We've got triangulated targeting systems. We've got gratuitous bicep shots. We've got non-lethal atomic blasts. Or we've got ugly motherfuckers. I was going to choose that if you didn't say it. <laughs> I was going to suggest it. That's <laughs> why it's last. Yeah, I think it's got to be ugly motherfuckers. Yeah, it's, it's ugly MFs. Okay, so we're going to start with our guest. And uh, how many... Out of five ugly MFs, are you going to give a predator? Oh, look, I think um, again, and we've um, we've spoken about the uh, the lack of time since I've probably seen this film. <laughs> <laughs> so many excuses. Which is, I know. I'm sorry. I apologise, but um, it is still up there with one of the with one of the great films. And um, clearly, when we're talking about Arnie being one of his more uh, well-known and most uh, prolific. I, I'm, I'm going to go four. Oh, I like it. Good work, good work. I Solid. Like Solid pick. Uh, what about you, G-Man? What are you giving it? I'm, I'm going to go with Jeffrey. I'm going to go four UMFs. Okay. UMF are going to get you. <laughs> what about you, Dan? I agree with my learned colleagues here. Yeah, I really enjoyed the rewatch. I hadn't watched it for pro- probably a few years at least. And I thought it was slick, trim. I thought there was there was no dead spots. It was really good. The the yeah, just a really good ride. Four out of five for me every day of the week. Ugly mother f's. Very good. I am going to be the outlier here. I'm going to give Predator four point two five. Oh, ugly mfs. I really enjoy this. Still one of my favourite movies. It's so easily watchable and rewatchable and rewatchable and rewatchable. I've seen. I watch this at least once a year. At least. Where's that going to put us? Well, Gal. Wait, sorry, yeah, one question before you go to rankings. What do you think Sonny Payne would have given Oh, it? this is a five for Sonny Payne. Yeah, I, I thought he would have gone five. very high for it. So This is a definite five for yeah. Sonny Payne. So, Gal, do you want to come around here and do this or do you want... Uh, you can do it. You want me to do it? Okay. Yeah, you do it. Okay, so this week on the Rank Bank, with a score of 4.06 ugly MFs, it puts Predator into 15th spot. Ooh. Right? Now, it is just below The Guard at 4.17, Mad okay. Max at 4.17, and The Wolf of Wall Street at 4.08. And above, Step Brothers, 
Beverly Hills Cop and Crocodile Dundee at 4.06. Wow, that's tight. I could spot that's on. tight. It's sitting right in the middle. I'm it's, happy with that. It's, uh, yep. it's 15 out of 33, so it's sitting there right in the middle. I don't disagree with that. I think, I think, that, I think the, the, the numbers never lie. The numbers never the lie. The numbers sometimes it. lie. Oh, I don't think they ever lie. All right. Well done. So what are we watching? Yeah? Watching anything? I have been watching the second series of Mystery Road. Yep. Is that getting better for you? Yes, because I know last week I'd, I'd watched one... And Morg said to me, keep going. And, and yeah, sure enough, yeah. it gets really interesting really soon. So, yeah, I'm glad I persevered. I'm halfway through that uh, through that series, but very interesting series too. Yep, excellent. What about you, Dan? No, nah, not much. I've been watching YouTube a lot. I've been watching the shenanigans of Mason Ho and Jamie O'Brien at uh, Waimea, where they open up the Waimea Riverfront and uh, they have a stationary wave that they surf. It's pretty scary this week where they create a raging torrent and just about drown everyone. So... But nothing as far as series goes. Sorry, if we don't have many insights for you this week. What about you, uh, Bumfile? Anything that you like to suggest to anyone? Oh, look, nothing that uh, nothing that anyone hasn't spoken about here before. Yellowstone is um, is currently very getting, good. Um, very Are you up to date with Yellowstone? Yeah, 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 I am. But um, I will also throw out just an old time favourite for me, Seinfeld. Just never. It's goes it's it's away. an easy watch. It is an easy yeah. watch. I just watched. Um, Watched uh, season nine, just brilliant, brilliant stuff. I did you get into Curb Your, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, yeah, yeah we we talk about that a lot on here and love that love dearly. Curb. So and yeah, coming in and out of that every you, you know um, from time to time. Yeah, just, um, what's the name of his, uh, his 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 house guest character? Leon. Oh Leon. my god. Everything, JB Smooth. everything JB, JB Smooth, Smooth says brilliant. just has me crying with laughter. He's just brilliant. So yeah, no, he's excellent. He's excellent. Nice one. Yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned this. I think I have already, but I watched it again with my daughter. It was Wednesday, The Adams Family. All the kids are talking about I'm that. I'm telling you, yeah. it's really good. Yeah. It's really watchable okay. and, and very watchable with your kids of or really any age. It's it's a little bit spooky, but nothing really too bad for the kids to be into. It's uh, it's good fun. It's really worth a watch. Uh, the General Ortega, who's the star, is, is great as, as Wednesday. It's really, really good. All right, good tip. Yep, get into that. All right, now... That's it for this week's show and, and our first show of 2023. Well done, boys, and thank you very much to our uh, preeminent guest. Well done. Ho- Jump, hold on. Hold jump on. on a grenade, that one. Are we talking about... I've already chosen a movie for next week. Oh. yeah. There's been an executive decision. There's been an executive decision, and it could, that could be the movie. Steve is a girl But it's not Kurt Russell I see what you did there But it's not <laughs> It could be but it's not No I, uh, thank you Jeffrey J Bonfiler for joining us It was an absolute pleasure having you along Guys absolute um, Absolute fun Great so, stuff awesome. Thank you, thank thank you Jeffrey guys. Really um, nailed it with those tunes Some of the best songs we've had Yeah Mate, that, was, that was kick ass I think he may be the songbird of our generation He could yeah. be He could be yeah. well, the, the, oh, well let's just wait and see once this Let's pl- just wait and see once this I mean who knows what Sonny would have pr- yeah, we know what Sunny was. <laughs> five out of five. Well, the thing is, now once we release this, there's going to be some rumours going around that uh, John Farnham has unretired again. Oh, that's yeah. it. That's it. It was solid, pitch perfect. You would say. Yeah, well done. Well done. We're not doing that movie either. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to stick. I, I thought what would be nice is that it's holidays, families. Let's stick to some holiday and family movies moving forward in January. I think a good one to start with is something that we can maybe the. the the mums and the dads can listen with their kids in the car with minus the fucks. The Goonies. Ah, uh, oh, I like good that. Choice. I like that. Let's go back. Can I, I 
I reckon it's 20 years since I've seen yep, the Same. And I've been trying to get my boys to watch that for well, so long. And this is the week they can yeah, watch it. This is it. This yeah. is a cracker of a movie. Yeah, and I think that I've been I've been talking about doing something that the kids can get into. And I think that The Goonies is a really good stepping stone into that that family film. It's yeah. a yeah. great movie. You don't Treasure get Hunt. similar films really anymore like no, that. that no, are they don't. No. no. No, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Uh, a great start, a great cast, a great all-star cast of, of guys that will go on to great things in the industry. Morgs has probably hung out with a few of them. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely at some Hollywood parties I've, I've run into a few familiar faces. But um, so he's yeah. a, uh, remember, the, remember when you uh, traded haircut uh, tips with Joe Pantoliano? <laughs> <laughs> Joey Pants, yes. Yeah. Fine actor himself. So. Was he in Goonies? He was. He's one of the brothers. He's one of the brothers. There yeah. you go. I with Robert Dovey. Ah, Robert yeah. Dovey. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the um, really unattractive older lady from Throw Moment from the Train. Oh, oh yes. She's got yes. A, a head for movies, yeah. yeah. she does. She should be on a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Our podcast. She'd be 178 by she, now. Yeah. She would be. Yeah. She, was, she was 94 then. That's yes. It. Yeah. Look, it's been an absolute pleasure, gents. Thank you very much. We've enjoyed our time on the land, and it's good doing a live show in front of the crowd. Yay! Yeah. You fuckwits! <laughs> And until next time, it's bye for now. Thanks, everybody. See you all next time for the Goonies. See ya. Too many kids around. All right. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, Give us a five-star review and share with your friends.